91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. First official episode of 2021 where we're actually talking about a horror movie and not a children's film from our childhood. And this one is picked by me. It is the 1980 classic, quote unquote, Fade to Black, a movie that Scott absolutely despised. I <laughs> actually really enjoy this movie. And I think Brian actually enjoyed this movie as well. And I did. And I think a big portion of it is Scott. I understand that you're going to hate this movie, but you have to understand that this is a movie about me. One hundred percent. I know. We've accused other movies of being Matt Kelly the movie, but like this is uncomfortably Matt Kelly the movie. Do you do you want me to just go through my notes that are like <laughs> like okay? Let me just do my. This is the the bookend. Okay, like anything else I say in this episode is just filler. So my first note, that not the first note that I take, but the note that is most pertinent to this is Matt picked this movie because he empathizes with this guy, every guy who's obsessed with watching movies. And then at the end, my last note is, what a pathetic loser. I hate this fucking movie. So, I mean, I love you, all right? I, I truly do. You're like my brother. But this character is the worst person ever. Well, now I feel bad about what I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say that me and Matt, we pick on each other, but I make fun of caricatures of Matt, you know, not Matt the person. So I wasn't even going to acknowledge that this guy was him because it was too accurate, you know? <laughs> if Matt was an incel, like if Matt was yeah. like a Yeah, no, no, no. It's like alternate dimension Matt, then... Matt Kelly. Yeah, like it's yeah, an alternate yeah. reality Matt Kelly. It's very clear in this movie that this character is definitely supposed to be on some type of spectrum. Wh whether they oh, say it Oh, but he's also sexually abused by his fucking aunt. Like it's... Who's actually his mom. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, she, what? She... When the cops are driving, they're like, huh, this is a weird thing. It looks like he thinks he was raised by his aunt, but it was actually his mother. 
and like it's just like a throwaway line in us in one piece I of must have dialogue. been fast forwarding yeah it's it's yeah. towards the very end it's it's brought up so carelessly that I don't think it's supposed to really matter that much that makes it so much grosser though yeah everything oh well, uh, yeah I mean it's time for my back rub my <laughs> massage Ugh. I should I should say my enjoyment of this movie may be a little biased me and Jade had an early Christmas this year and out of left field she bought me a fucking recliner <laughs> and this movie was my first recliner watch. The I first like movie that, I watched. In why did recliner. it take her this long in your relationship to buy you, Brian fucking Kelly, a recliner? And also, why didn't you buy yourself a recliner? Because like in, in this, in the, the the vast world of human-made goods, man-made goods, the thing that I feel like you could not live without is a fucking recliner. Because you're the laziest son of a bitch I've ever fucking met. <laughs> I know. And I didn't even have an, we didn't even have an ottoman. See, the, the thing is, Jade is the most insanely talented decorators I've ever met. Like, she's oh, so. Oh, she won't fucking let you have a <laughs> So, like, that was the thing. It was like, I want a recliner. I was like, yeah, I, I'm going to buy a recliner. She's like, but it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit with the layout. Like, because we live yeah. in a skinny townhouse. So, like, it was like, I gave up on the dream. I said, you know, when we buy a house, I'll get a recliner. You just got a recliner right before you have to move the recliner <laughs> later on. He's probably going to pay someone. He's, no, he's going to have your dad come back down Dude. to visit. be like, Dad, can you please move this recliner for me? But what do you think I? What do you think a recliner is? It's two pieces. Like, I could move it. The bottom piece is heavy. You could, and you need, you like, won't. two people to, yeah. to move <laughs> like, it. That's, that's, that's the key thing. That's literally the Brian Kelly motto. You could, but you won't. Here's the thing. Is Brian Kelly lazy? Yes. But you know what Brian Kelly is more than lazy? Cheap. And it costs money to have someone else lift shit. That's where that Venn diagram doesn't intersect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a perfect movie. This is a movie that I have said before. I think that there is a way to remake this movie in a much more compelling way. But I, I don't know how. But I think that you there's know, a way. Uh, here's the thing about this movie that makes me really hate it. It's the fact that he's got to talk like a wise guy half the time. You know, like, that's what I couldn't stand. Don't emulate Cagney. Of yeah. all the people, like, if, if he would have been a Humphrey Bogart guy, which wouldn't really work with the whole villain thing, but still, you know, at least it would be a little bit more tolerable. So this movie just got its Blu-ray release from Vinegar Syndrome last month this was like on my long list but then it popped up on shutter and since oh you guys yeah give should me we so ask much... you why you picked it? yeah well i mean because you guys give me so much shit about always picking these movies that you can never find so it's like okay well something on my list is on shutter for one so let's bump that up before it gets taken off of shutter big props big ups to matt both movies i watched on streaming on the tv yeah the thing with this movie that has caused such an issue with it is that i first heard of this movie in the uh, fangora magazine 101 horror films you've never heard of but should probably see and the issue with this movie which shouldn't be a shock is copyright yeah there's so much footage from so many different movies from different studios that it's insane that it didn't cause an issue when it was first released copyright wise but now when people really give a shit about copyright law i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's an internet now yeah <laughs> you know, you know what i mean they're like probably like ah oh, they won't come after us ah oh, see yeah <laughs> like it's like one of those things where it's constantly splicing in footage from these old movies and and i like the idea of a horror movie in which 
a person is so obsessed with film that the like line of reality and fantasy breaks for them and they just start living out these psychotic horror fantasies. Um, I do agree that Dennis Christopher is a little bit obnoxious in this. Dennis Christopher, most known as playing Eddie Spaghetti in the uh, It miniseries a couple years later after this. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. But uh, I, I do think that he plays a psychopath very well. Like, mm-hmm. I think that he has these looks and these moments where you're like, dude, this guy's fucking unhinged. So I do think that, like, it's got good performances. It's got an interesting concept. But I do think, even when I was watching, I was like, ooh, I don't know if this needed to be almost two hours. Like, this could have been a 90-minute movie easily, and I would have been fine with it. But there's a lot that I like about it, but I also don't know if I genuinely like it or if it's just, like, the same reason why I like going to pieces, like the the slasher film documentaries. I just like seeing clips of movies I like. I think that was my (laughs) biggest thing into it, because, like, the only thing that, like, really bothered me, and I hate to be that guy of, like, the disbelief and, like, that would never happen, but there is not a single universe where that Marilyn Monroe chick would be into him. Oh, I so I'll read verbatim the line that I wrote. Speaking from experience, women who look like Marilyn Monroe and sound like Olivia Newton-John do not fall for film nerds who do cosplay. Yeah. They, like, <laughs> well, that's the thing is Matt doesn't do cosplay. <laughs> That's I where mean, you, you do ska cosplay. Ska cosplay, yeah. <laughs> Matt is the worst cosplayer ever. He would be the worst on hot Matt. Every Halloween, Matt has to explain to everyone who he is <laughs> constantly. He loves it. Now, I'll, I'll I'll admit that I've done a lot of costumes, mostly for like Halloween and such, where I have to explain who I am because I'm in mixed company. But, but it it's gives, not it, like it fills my soul to to, to explain. The, it's because yeah, Matt Matt wants that. He wants yeah. to. He he he's like he's like fucking um, Herbert on. Family guy is like, that's a conversation starter. You know, he's like, that's 100% what it is. That's the funny thing, too, is that it's not. This is this is the way my brain works, and my brain is very broken, as people have learned. (laughs) But like, my brain basically is like, hey, I want to share this with you. I want you to ask me what this is from, so I can tell you costumes like that. So I can tell you about this amazing movie that you should absolutely go check out, or this you know what people watch. You know what? What movies people watch after you tell them about them? None of them. None. Like I'm not, and I'm not saying you. I'm saying the you world. as in oh, the I know. objective you. Like I was literally at the kitchen this morning before recording, and I was like thinking about how hard it is to get people to check out media, like music, movies, books, whatever that you think are super important, or like or you, me. Like I'm, I'm thinking about myself. I'm like, you know, fucking. Really love his dark materials. It's such a great show, and the book is the book series is phenomenal, and blah blah blah. But like, getting people to watch that, getting people to buy HBO Max, you know, like to subscribe to it, and then watch his dark materials is a big ass. It's a big ass, know? and well, so it's so funny because I got a message from a friend of the show, uh, Sean from Monster Mania and Cassettes. And he was like, yo, you Christmas-loving motherfucker, you need to watch Godmothered on uh, Disney+. And I said, okay, I'm going to add it to my list. And he's like, oh, I know what that means. And I'm like, no, that's what that means with no, a million other people. No, everybody else. Yeah, yeah but not like, Matt Kelly. Matt yeah. Kelly, yeah. I will absolutely – it has been added on the list, and I will probably watch it this weekend. But, like, I was thinking about this the other day because – 
I think that sometimes, and this is, there's no way to say this, it doesn't sound like I'm patting myself on the back, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, I think that I sometimes get this attitude on the internet specifically as, like, Joe Nice Guy, essentially. Like, I like <laughs> he hasn't met, like, something that he can't compliment. But I think a big portion of that is, like, if someone recommends something to me, it is very hard for me to tell them that I disliked it, even if I disliked it, because I, I feel like, Anytime that you recommend anything to anybody, be it like a book or a movie or a TV show or something, there's at least a tiny piece of you that's saying like, this spoke to me on a on a really important way and I want to share it with somebody. So like to then immediately turn around and be like, it's dog shit and you're an idiot for feeling that way. <laughs> is like So maybe I should take back what I said about <laughs> let it snow in happiest season. But no, I won't because I have very firmly held beliefs and I don't. I don't apologize for jack shit, and I'm in therapy about this, okay? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, it, it is, like, one of those things where it's, like, it, I, I do feel like when people recommend something, they are bearing a piece of themselves and saying, like, I... You are this, far too sensitive. It yeah, is, I don't think other people are like that. No, I know for a fact that they're not. Well, that's... Fa- Matt said my brain is broken, this is why. So, I mean, yeah. I guess yeah. he did put the caveat out there explanation-wise of, like... I know I'm not healthy with my obsession. Well, that's and I that's think the depending thing. on the movie. Like, I feel like if somebody like is like, "Oh man, like the new Rambo is fucking great," and you're like, "I thought it was terrible," they're like, "But it spoke to me." Yeah, like, no. I think because you watch no, dramas. No, and, 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 let's, and let's, like, let's also think about like let's use me as an example because I like to talk about myself. Obviously, that's why I have a podcast. I mean, we're all we all do. That's again why we have podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So chopping mall. All right, chopping mall. Like. Easy, easy. I have suggested that movie to countless human beings and some dogs. And, like, (laughs) I, the amount of people that have been, like, either I've never seen it and I will not watch a movie called Chopping Mall. People that say, there's, there's, like, there are three buckets of people, right, there that have not seen Chopping Mall. There's the people that say, I have no desire to watch a movie called Chopping Mall. There are people that watch a trailer or see the, the poster and they're like, this looks like fucking stupid bullshit that I have no interest in. There are people that like watch it and they're like, why did you suggest this? And then there are people, there's a very small, minute group of people that have seen it. And then the, and that's broken into two sides. There's people like me that are obsessed with it. And then the other people are like Katie who are like, why do you like this movie? Because yeah. like I know that the card is cards are, the deck is stacked against me. But I don't take it personally because no. you know what? Like that movie gives me so much joy in its stupidity. You know, like well, I just... and, and I, I guess for me the the one question that I refuse to ever ask anybody and it's and it's just cuz I I just I don't know how to answer this question when I'm asked it anyway is the like why do you like this movie? And you know, I'm going to bring up uh, happiest season just for a split second but like we recorded an episode discussing it on uh, my favorite episode of and in that conversation we kept talking about how it would make so much more sense for the one character to end up with Aubrey Plaza than who they actually end up with but then the end decision we came to was like yeah but the reality is that you can't control who you love and why you love them and like I feel like that extends also to like pop culture like it's so hard to explain why something means something to you or why you like something versus yeah, just I like I can't explain why I love chopping yeah, like, like I do I yeah. truly can't like it's really it. hard it's it's so much easier to and this is why people are more likely to write a negative review for something than a positive review is it's a lot easier to verbalize why you dislike something than why you like something sometimes. Yeah I know why I like a lot because like my friend ben i like to think is good taste but then he shits on so many movies that i love 
and I couldn't figure out why. And then it eventually figured out it's like, which I, I feel like if something doesn't work for you, you shouldn't say it's a bad movie, which he does, which I love him anyway, Ben. But like, he doesn't like getting anxious. Yeah. So like, I don't like, I, I don't like getting anxious either. And that's why I would never watch that Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. yeah. Like he hated that. He hated hereditary. Like ah, he, he yeah. hated, I mean, uh, because if you think about it, I know you don't like being anxious, but that is a fucking anxiety-ridden movie. Yeah, Hereditary. Hereditary that, that's a one and done for me, my friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so was Midsummer. Like both of those movies. Like, I just can't. I just can't deal with that. I have enough anxiety in my real life. I don't yeah. want it in my fake life. Uh, I think we've done a really good job of uh, talking around, talking, talking about, about the movie. movie. Yeah. Well, so- okay. So I, I want to tell. I want to say a couple things. I was literally salivating over that tourist trap poster behind uh, Dude, I know Boss. there's some what great a weird posters. fucking reference <laughs> yeah but I I was like it, did Chucky Band like have something to do with this movie somehow I because well so tourist trap is 1979 and this right? is 1980 and so it was so they yeah. must have just been like readily somewhere. available <laughs> yeah they were like here's a fucking but uh, what I don't understand is okay so Halloween was in 78 and they so they have the Halloween poster that he's dressed up as the mummy. Yeah. And he like put punches through and grabs the guy's neck. Why wouldn't you be dressed well, first of all, why would you have a Halloween poster? It's two years old. It's also it was also pretty popular when it came out, wasn't it? Yeah. I can answer that question. What happened to our t shirts? <laughs> like I think Compass Pictures just was like, fuck you about wearing a Michael Myers mask in this movie. You're gonna be the goddamn mummy. But the thing is is like, okay, <laughs> like, if, they, if if Compass Pictures International says you can't use Michael Myers, why would they let them use the poster? And if they let them use the poster, but they say you cannot use a Michael Myers mask, why wouldn't they just put a fucking mummy poster up? Like it's it's <laughs> yeah. like a Chekhov's gun, but the inverse. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So like I, I mean, I'll go on the record of saying the mummy death is my least favorite of all of the deaths anyway. Even worse than John Wayne? Because that was really fucking stupid. And that costume was really bad. You mean Hopalong oh, Cassidy? Liked it. it was like a racer head. Yeah. I, I liked the way he looked. I liked his Hopalong Cassidy kill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Dennis Christopher? Not a bad casting if you want to do uh, a Bella Lugosi Dracula throwback. He, he made that outfit look pretty decent. But my big thing for him is it establishes that you're not supposed to like this character right out the gate when he first meets the Marilyn Monroe lookalike and he's trying to get her to guess Creature from the Black Lagoon and she can't get the answer right and he literally goes, it's Creature from the Black Lagoon, stupid. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I think that he said that to her friend, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he says it to yeah. the friend, but still, it's like... Oh, and, he's such a fucking and asshole. And she's like, charmed by it for some reason. She's like, oh, oh. I think it's just because, like... So the thing is, is that that woman literally got this job because she was an Australian Marilyn Monroe impersonator. And so she got brought to America to do Fade to Black because they wanted a Marilyn Monroe impersonator. But she is such a good impersonator that she can't fucking act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like Marilyn Monroe was not a good actor, no. in my opinion. No, no she wasn't. Uh, and she was drunk all the time. So the best part of this movie has to be when the Marilyn Monroe impersonator go is fucking wasted on wine and she's falling all over her apartment and goes, Ah, it's drunk again. <laughs> like I, I want that as a sound coming. The two scenes that uh, I have written down that jump out at me is as also delightfully hilarious. 
uh, in the worst kind of ways, is one note just says, there's nothing sexier than a one-man blues band. When <laughs> oh, the guy that had in his contract that he required at least one harmonica solo or he would walk. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's just sitting there blasting that harmonica and just going like, oh, yeah. Have I ever told you guys how much I hate harmonica? Like, yes. harmonica is my least fucking favorite instrument in the world of instruments. Yeah, you've, you've mentioned it a couple times. Um, well, I mentioned it again. The other one is that whoever was in charge of ADRing the sound of a sink running accidentally grabbed a band pissing into a toilet bowl because yeah. <laughs> there's no, like that. I was sitting there and, you know, I was watching this at work and really cool fun fact that I love for all you cool cats and kittens out there is that oh if you God. watch any video now on Firefox, there's a little icon that you can click on the video and it rips the video out of whatever page you're watching it on and just permanently puts it in the bottom right corner of your screen so you can like have it in the bottom corner while you're like typing emails and doing all this other stuff total game changer for me so i'm doing work and i'm like is he peeing right now and then i look at the screen i'm like he's washing his face so i don't think he can be peeing and washing his face simultaneously <laughs> i mean wh why not yeah, yeah. That's fair fair you know what i didn't even think about it from that point i and do then, i pee and brush my teeth a lot I'm but that's different that's like you're not leaning your toilet. face into a sink while standing in front of a toilet simultaneously that's some no nah, i don't like skills. standing while i pee uh, <laughs> yeah. like brush my teeth i actually i tried to save myself you but the truth is i don't down. like standing while i pee yeah I just don't. yeah matt are you a sit down to pee guy too no i stand to pee I stand to okay. pee. Brian really does seem like the sit down to pee kind of guy. <laughs> Going back to the whole recliner I, thing. Well, I got a weird. It's not. It's really not lazy as much as like. I got Brian, a weird stream. Brian. Sometimes um, it shoots to the side. Stop. stop. It goes, I'm, why? I'm gonna make a reference to a Garfield comic that I think of why? all of the Fucking time. What? There's Mondays. A, there's a Garfield comic where John Arbuckle is sitting at the at his table drinking coffee. And he sees Garfield dragging a TV past him. And then Garfield walks by again. And then he comes by again with, like, hammers and nails. And then he hears a bunch of hammering and nailing happen. And then he walks into the living room. And Garfield has nailed the TV on the ceiling directly above his bed. And John says, there are few people on this planet that work so hard to be so lazy. <laughs> and that is Brian Kelly in a nutshell. <laughs> I went to Walmart to get a hot dog rolls. And there is this. I, this I, no, I'm so glad you said rolls after that because I literally thought the story was about you needing a hot dog from Walmart. <laughs> no, no, we had. But this. It's not much better that he's like, I'm getting yeah. hot dog rolls. Well, we got like these chicken. Oh, apple you mean sausages, like, like you mean buns? Yes. Yeah, buns. No, buns. I thought you meant hot dog rolls, like hot dogs in a, in like a croissant or something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Uh, they're called <laughs> buns, you fuck. Okay. So I went to get, and as I'm going, this I, I just noticed this, like, short, wide woman. She looks so angry, and she's marching up and down the aisles, just, like, not going down them but looking. And then I go to self-checkout, and I guess she was looking for an employee. But the whole time I'm looking, she's marching up and down. She finds one at the checkout point as I'm doing the self-checkout, marches up to her and goes, where's your scooters? And the woman goes... <laughs> they're out front to, to ride. She's like, okay. And then walks out front and I'm like, you could have been done by now. Like I saw <laughs> you walking down the aisles. You could have been done. Uh, you spent so much energy looking for a scooter to ride on that you would have been in your car already. Not the point. Not the point. <laughs> yeah. It's all about 
what listen brian how to inconvenience someone else that's I also, and also like let's not forget what state you're reporting from yeah they think that that's what they vote on everyone should have a scooter <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't yeah, want equal health care just equal scooters yeah. you know uh, we're sick of being treated poorly just because our legs work fine and we don't get woozy <laughs> We should get a scooter, and we should get a wheelchair. Oh, God. I have two two things that I need to talk about, all right? I hope one it's is, one of the things that I have written down. Go. Mickey Rourke is in this. I actually noticed that it yes. was Mickey Rourke without having to check Wikipedia or IMDb. I was like, that's Mickey fucking Rourke. And then right before he gets fucking shot to death, he goes, you little shithead. And that's another sound clip I would love to have, just the way that he said it. I don't know what it was about it, but it's great. But the other thing is that we have to watch this dude's fucking vinegar strokes as he's I, literally pleasuring himself. I literally just wrote screen. down this no. might be the most pained masturbation scene I've ever seen. Uh, oh, it's just because you don't look at yourself in the mirror when you do it, all well, right? Well, do most people? <laughs> hey, dude, I tried everything when I was a teenager, all right? <laughs> God. All I know is if I ever looked at myself having sex or jerking off in the mirror, I would lose my libido completely because well, I you wouldn't I yeah, never want to know what Jade has it's, to see. Well, that's <laughs> it's like the 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 Michael Berbiglia line where he's like, I don't understand how anybody can videotape themselves having sex because my first thought when I'm done sex is thank God no one else saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, fade to black, maybe not my greatest pick. Far from my I worst enjoyed pick, it, but I, I because you're in a recliner. And no. yeah, I wasn't a recliner. And <laughs> Matt, you know, the movie's about Matt, but it also had a me cameo, which is the two dudes at the carnival. One's cruising for tail, but the other one just wants to play the games because that's what I would do. <laughs> 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. But, okay, so double features, fade to black. I'm going to go with the easy one. I picked this. Why not? Popcorn, the other movie about someone oh, obsessed with the horror movies. Movie. Yeah, the yeah. better film. I'd go with the racer head. Okay. Yeah, yeah just because fair. of that John Wayne scene really reminded me of it. All right. Yeah, and I'm going to go with New Year's Evil because they both came out in 1980, I believe, or New Year's yeah. Evil was 81, but New Year's Evil looks as shitty as fade to black does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. And it has a better soundtrack. So, talking about things that I watched recently, uh, I was super late to this. Uh, everyone had told me that it was great. I put it off, but I finally watched Satanic Panic, and that movie fucking oh. rules. Oh, so fun. Yeah, that I movie's... gotta watch it eventually. I literally You text... haven't watched it yet, Brian? No. <laughs> oh, you guys are lucky that you get... That's... Okay, sometimes I get jealous of you guys. Very, very seldom. Uh, but sometimes <laughs> I get jealous... 
<laughs> Sometimes I get jealous of you guys because you, or and and Joe, Joe from Fright School. I get super jealous of him constantly because he's like, I'm seeing this movie for the first time, and I'm like, oh, you motherfucker! Like, I wish I could go and <laughs> like when Brian got to see Black Roses. When we introduced him to Black Roses for the first time, like that shit. That's just that's drugs, you know. Like yeah. I, I'm closest, so jealous. The closest you ever get to that anymore is like. Like, I texted uh, my two friends, Ruth and, and Rachel, and was like, hey, you need to watch two movies that I think you'll love because they, they love horror movies. I was like, you need to watch Satanic Panic, and you need to watch Patchwork. And then I was like, side note, you're not allowed to watch Patchwork unless I'm there watching it with you. Because yeah. I, that's like the only way you get to experience it for the first time all over again is watching someone watch it for the first time and like watching them have like the same reactions that you had and you're like yeah i remember when i felt that way (laughs) yeah yeah it's gonna be a while till we watch till i watch satanic panic but i'm excited to see it it's short it's like an 80 it's an hour yeah it's only an hour and 20 minutes it's not that it's just jay doesn't travel obviously i work my ass off so the only time i can really watch tv unless i force her to leave me alone for the podcast is something we both agree on and believe it or not i married a woman who cannot stand horror comedies oh yeah uh i want to talk about a movie that i watched uh that had been on my shutter list for forever and this this goes in with the fact that you know uh fade to black was on shutter as well i mean i watched this a couple weeks ago but i've been waiting to talk about it because we were talking about mando and some other things but i watched the siren i think it was from 2017 or 18 and it is a very very small budget film and it's really really good um it kind of feels to me like spring from the guys that did um the endless and and um oh okay uh, yeah 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 um i forget what their other one is but yeah. yeah the one that i don't like it's this guy who's mute and he meets a siren like a you know like a a woman who drowned in a lake and um it's just it's it's one of those movies where you think it's a very basic, boring plot, and it's nothing like crazy happens, but it's it's um, a very interesting take on a siren. She's not actually like a siren as much as um, a Rusilka, I think that's how you say it, um, Rusalka, um, which is a little bit more malevolent pond-dwelling spirit. Really cool idea, um, and I think that the only reason it worked is because the two main characters there are really only three main characters but the two main characters the two the the mute guy and the the siren herself just have really good chemistry um without saying a lot and, and a lot of that probably has to also do with really good direction but i thought that it was a really powerful movie i liked it a lot um it's not something that i would watch a ton of times but um you know give it a couple years and i'd totally rewatch it really good movie and i'd highly recommend it nice i found out that HBO Max has Turner Classic Movies, which Ooh. blew my mind, got me really excited. So I loaded up my watch list, but I didn't get a chance to watch. I watched a Charlie Chaplin short called The Pilgrim, okay. uh, and then I watched uh, The Maltese Falcon. And nice. uh, man, I just love those movies. And I do too. I'm, yeah. I miss... Um, it's we so know. F- you picked Fade to Black. True. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things where like... <laughs> Now that I'm, like, in a much more slowed down pace, uh, thanks to the pandemic and also age, I, like, I'm, like, man, what I wouldn't give to, like, 
have 1990s Turner classics and 1990s like history and Discovery Channel back where it was I like, know. like, it's like, I would just have it on in the background all day, like just listening to like history documentaries <laughs> or like National Geographic Discovery stuff instead of like just fucking weird reality shows about aliens that is all those channels playing. I know, on. dude, it's so annoying, but uh, I'm glad that Turner Classic is, is streaming now because I'm, I'm so excited. I don't have cable, right? So, like, Turner Classic movies you can only get on cable. And for whatever reason, it's only on the sports package. So, Ew, like, if I want to watch old classic movies, I got to buy, like, e- all ESPN. Like, just shit that I would never here's, watch. So here's the, here's the pitch that I can imagine for that. Is that the sports package are like, are you a man? Do you like sports? We've got all of it. And then we've also got this for that whiny bitch That's the only way that makes sense for being on the package is just really upping the toxic masculinity sale of the sports package. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I don't you know, know that wife that you barely talk about? She likes old shit. Enjoy this. Dude, they're just so fun to watch. Even uh, Bill Burr was talking about the original The Thing. And how great, like, those, like, old shitty, because it, it's so ridiculous on how they thought human beings acted, yeah. you know? Like, like he, he was going on this rant about, like, whoever in history, when they're, like, really passionate about something, like, this guy's freaking out because there's a monster coming to kill him. And his friend, like, will either, like, slap him or throw water all over him. And his response <laughs> is... Sorry, I freaked out there for a second. It's like, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you brought that up. Not that we're going to talk about the thing from another world, but Scott has already pointed out that I am just kicking off 2021 with Matt Loves Vintage Movies this year. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, strap in for those of you who really enjoyed our coverage on Horror at Party Beach. Man, do I have some some golden picks for you over the next six or uh, 12 months. So I, I want to give everyone just since this is the first official episode of of 2021 i want to let everybody know that uh, we have everything past episode 300 planned out right yep Uh, or or maybe there might be a little wiggle room but what i'm seeing is matt's only picking shit from the 50s and early (laughs) 60s brian is only picking stuff from the 70s and it basically i'm only picking shit from the 90s so if you're into any of those things and you listen to the show and you know what we've already done you can probably figure out what each of us has planned for the next couple months and um, strap in because it's going to be the most authentic. We're going to be our most authentic selves. (laughs) For sure. When you see what movie we're talking about, you will immediately be like, oh, well, that was clearly a Scott pick or that was clearly a Matt pick. Yeah. It's not going to be like when when uh, I picked Dead Heat, you know, like (laughs) although that is a very Scott movie, it just doesn't seem so on the surface. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, yeah, a lot of my picks are going to be bad, but you don't know the weight, the pressure that I have on me where I really want to watch 70 mo- 70s movies, but I really cannot sit through any five-minute rape scene, which was, like, the favorite thing to do in the 70s. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, like, navigating my way <laughs> to that decade. I hope that he's, like, previewing some of these or at least checking the Wikipedia so we don't get stuck with the, you know, act of vengeance or something like that. Well, that, that's, yeah. like, the that's the thing is uh, we'll find out, hopefully. But for the most part, oh, the 70 movies, like, the the rape is, like, the synopsis of the movie so i can just read it and it's just like they may not come out and say but it's like a woman gets revenge yep nope not watching that (laughs) (laughs) why do you think i haven't picked ms 45 yeah yeah Yeah. all right well 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us talk about anything but Fade to Black. But it's probably <laughs> for the best for my self-esteem and for your listening pleasure. <laughs> so we will be back next week with another movie. Actually, Scott lied to you because his first pick of the new year is something that literally came out exactly 10 years ago. Oh, now that it's been... 2021. Right. Uh, so strap for, in. That's That was on purpose because I was, I was literally waiting for 2021 so that we yeah. could get to our 10-year... Um, the decade passed and worth it. Now we can watch it. But uh, if you like hot guys, you're going to like next week's episode. And it has nothing to do with us. <laughs> Hell yeah. listening to the Geekscape Network. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers? Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.